This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.45. The hot topic on trending today is office politics. So this comes from a tweet by Madiha Mahmud, who is the uh, executive director at Malaysia's Content Forum. Um, and she posted about the necessity of uh, office politics in the workplace. So Madiha's tweet starts off, When I first started working, I rolled my eyes at office politics. I figured that as long as my work is done and done well, I'd be appropriately rewarded. I didn't believe in showing off the work because, hey, that's what suck-ups do. Ah, the righteous naivete of youth. Uh, And then she went on to talk about how showcasing your accomplishments, building a personal brand in the workplace helps to enhance your reputation and visibility and that competent people shouldn't be penalized for their lack of visibility and that leaders should take note of those who are competent. And noticing people who are good at marketing themselves but lack skills is something that should be made a point of. Now, I think all of this goes goes back to that point about what exactly we define as office politics and whether in fact it's a game that everyone needs to learn to play to get ahead. Yeah, I think the English language actually kind of describes all the ambivalent feelings we have about uh, displaying our, um, you know, accomplishments. It's like, don't hide your light under a bushel. Is that is that an expression I get right? I, I've never heard that before. <laughs> so then, a, then the other thing is because tooting your horn, your own yes. horn. So, the, I mean, we're ambivalent when people talk about their own accomplishments, right? Uh, it's easier if somebody else talks about it. But in the, in the, uh, in the yawning silences that come from other people, maybe... Maybe you want to step in and say, hey, wait, by the way, I did this. But office politics is not just that, right? It's it's one thing to be able to sort of highlight your own accomplishments. But I think office politics also means speaking to the right people, you know, um, knowing uh, which groups to be friendly with, um, at what point to bring up a particular topic so that it may um, suit something that would benef- benefit you. And and I think there are some people who are very natural at being able to do this in a way that doesn't feel like it's calculated. Uh, and then others obviously struggle. And I do think that there's something to a workplace dynamic that perhaps requires this sort of finessing. It doesn't have to be negative or underhanded. But I do think that that it's different from just how you'd behave with your friends. Yeah, and you know, of course, that in BFM, I'm the shy retreating sort that never talks about his yes, accomplishments. the I mean, wallflower <laughs> that we all don't know exists. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, I think the idea is that it isn't, it can't be wrong to want to advance professionally and it can't be wrong to recognize that there is a certain landscape of power uh, that might aid you in that um uh, you know, in striving for uh, a better position or striving for more uh, responsibility and so on and so forth. So uh, how do we kind of deal with that? I mean, it, would you forgive somebody for politicking in the office if you thought that it was purely about their own ambition rather than them wanting to pull others down? Yes. So I think actually that's a great point. If it isn't about bringing other people down, I think I would chalk it up to, well, you're doing what you think you need to do to benefit yourself. Nothing wrong with that. I also think that I'm less likely to be okay with it if it was all talk and not necessarily translating into the work. So if you talk a great game, you know how to shake all the right hands, 
but your work isn't necessarily very good. You're not contributing to the team. Then perhaps it starts feeling more like, quote unquote, office politics, the negative impression, than um, this notion of, well, this is just how things work in the workplace. So if we look at the tweets, actually, um, Evan Starr says, this is why I quit my first job. I was terrible at office politics. The girl was vocal in meetings, but clueless at delivering things. So she left the team with the bulk of the work. She got promoted. Most of us left. And we have Leafster saying, Whatever your point of view, here's the situation as it stands. I found out that the assistant manager at my previous employment who failed her promotion presentation received a promotion due to her good relationship with the promotion committee. So again, people feeling like the politics here anyway sort of benefits people who are better at building relationships than they are at the work. Yeah, so there are many... Uh, I think levels of this, it could be just the resentments. And I, I wonder, I want to frame it as resentments, resentments we feel towards people who po- uh, do the politicking and who do the schmoozing. But there are also people for whom the advantages they might have uh, seem undeserved because they're attractive. You know, and, 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 and I don't mean to sound like, you know, somebody who's not attractive, uh, being resentful about attractive Sharad, people. Uh, your well, natural good looks open many doors. I know. That's what I've always thought secretly, quietly, because I'm shy and See what way. I did there? Really good at saying the right things to yeah, the right mocking people. mocking me on there. <laughs> uh, but okay, so then this, this question of, yeah, when you feel it's deserved or when you feel it's undeserved? Well, Akila says... Be observant on which, quote-unquote, sucking up is the best without sucking your soul up. There's a lot. And always make sure that you're sincere first. A lot of wise people will be able to see through your sincerity. And Coffee and Cake, meanwhile, says office politics is hygiene in any business or corporation regardless of size. So play your cards right, but maintain QC of your own work. I learned it the hard way. So you can advise people on, you know, playing the game right, but some people do it better than others, right? And so it seems to me sometimes there are people who fail because they're too shy in retreating and they don't, uh, they don't go the extra mile to build relationships at the workplace. Uh, and, and that actually hurts them. Even if they do good work, it might hurt them ultimately because you do need a good relationship or a re- set of relationships, actually, in order to succeed in work. Uh, send your thoughts through. We are talking about office politics. We want to know, do you play the office politics game or do you opt out entirely? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero. 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Brainy, fancy material. BFM 89.9. It is 5.55. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Charmila and Sharad. And we've been talking about office politics. A uh, tweet, are we? I still don't know what to call it. An X has gone viral. Um, talking about how office politics, um, perhaps necessary in order to highlight your own accomplishments, get ahead at work. So we are asking you, do you play the office politics game? Do you opt out? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. We have um, Adli saying, yes, I will only go knee deep in office politics, especially if it affects the well-being of the company. 
knee deep as opposed to up to your chin? I think so. <laughs> I think what Adli means is to a certain extent, particularly if it means it's important for work. I'm interpreting Adli. Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but and not the, something I'm going to super get involved. But in. But this is the well-being of the company. So here it's kind of an act of selflessness. Adli, I, I, sorry if this is being a, this is an ungenerous interpretation of what you're saying. But okay, it'd be interesting to think that to do that in order to help the company as opposed to help yourself. Because I think often uh, the accusation about people who play office politics, that it's all self-interested, that it's about your the benefits you get as opposed to what uh, others around you might get. Yes. And one could argue, actually, that if you are building good relationships at work and uh, sort of creating a, a, a team that all work with each other in a particular way, it is for the benefit of the company. Um, whereas the opposite of it, where if you're politicking and creating toxicity, then the company also suffers. So I think there's something there. Uh, Michael, meanwhile, says, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, but if it's broken, it gets replaced. That's it. When did you last pump your car's spare tyre? Another point, when battle lines are drawn, know where you stand. And your biggest firepower is your work performance. There is no opting out. There are passive, active, defensive or offensive players, and then there are victims. Choose how you play or be a victim. Well, those metaphors and analogies coming there. Thick and fast. Yes, uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease. Uh, not an expression I'm familiar with, but it sounds sensible. To th- like the light under the bushel. <laughs> light. It's actually, you could just Google it. Uh, don't hide your light under a bushel. Uh, the, the question, of course, is that uh, whether you do it and you're transparent in doing it. Because one of the things that's often accused, uh, the people who play office boxes accuse it, is that they instrumentalize all their relationships and people feel yes, used. Yes, you feel used. Um, this is something I've thought about a lot, um, particularly working in the media, right? Um, it can get a little bit, and, and I'm sure people who work in the media do this to their contacts too. Um, it can get difficult to know whether someone's sort of keeping in touch and being nice because they want something from you or whether they genuinely enjoy your company. And of course, it can be both. Sometimes it is both. Um, it is beneficial to keep someone on a good relationship with you at the same time you like them. And that's a bonus, right? But I agree that often it's not so much the playing of the office politics that bothers people. It's when it feels disingenuous. Um, Nick says... I always say this say this to myself, office politics is just like political politics. If you're not loud, people don't know the stuff you do. You don't know how to market yourself, you'll never rise up the ranks. I've heard countless times people say that their managers don't know how to do work. But I guess it's about managing people to do the work for them. Yeah, you know, so uh, the anxiety that if you don't put yourself out, that you won't be recognized for your work, um, on one hand, seems really true. But on the other hand, one assumes that the people who are responsible for your promotion are monitoring your work, are, have a system in place so that your work is always recorded. This is kind of a paper you trail. You would hope, right? You'd hope. You would hope. I, I think, though, this might differ from workplace to workplace. Um, I just wanted to end with this from Madi because it's kind of bleak, but also uh, perhaps illustrating the point today, saying in management, the salary you're paid is 35 to 65% for the office politics. The balance is to get your job done. Ouch. Keep your thoughts coming. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.